Hey foodies, on this episode, we are speaking with actress and entrepreneur, Corey Oliver. Corey has made her way through Hollywood as a cosmetologist, makeup artist, actress, and entrepreneur. We are super excited to learn more about actress Corey Oliver on this episode of There's Food in the House. Ooh, if it's lit, then I'm signing up. I just knock them down, Adrian can line them up. If you search for real talk, then you're finding us. Thanks for reminding us, ain't no wild shining up, it's different. I know you're feeling something missing. Them shows only talk, they don't listen. You need something warm, like a hot meal from the south. Like a summer rain in a drought. Some real talk that can make a nigga proud. Thoughts out loud, we ain't doing it for the clout. That food for the soul, gotta take a different route. You don't need nothing fast, we got food at the house. I'm just saying, though. We got food at the house. Yeah, we got food at the house. Hello, 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 everybody. This is Adrian, your PR diva, coming to you live from There Is Food in the House, where you don't have to ask anybody else about any other podcast. Don't pick up any other podcast because we have food in the house. So today we are live with actress Corey Oliver. Corey, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful and honored. So it's my pleasure. Thank you. Uh, so Corey, again, is an actress, makeup artist, mom, dog yeah. mom, <laughs> all yeah. of these things. Yeah. You've done research. Yes. And you have to talk about the dog mom part of it because I am a dog mom and sometimes my dog just... I know. Well, you know, the interesting thing is, is I have a daughter who is in college and she wanted a golden retriever more than anything. And while she was in high school, you know, we had a lot going on. There was a lot of stuff that went on and which was all good and some bad, but she was busy focusing on high school and water polo. And I just didn't feel like throwing a dog into the mix would have, would have been good. So she, bless her heart. I love her dearly. (laughs) Decided to get a golden retriever her third year in college. And uh, I will tell you, at first I was a little apprehensive, mm-hmm. but she has trained this puppy so well. And she's still a puppy, of course. Okay. But I'm, I feel this grandparent connection to this golden retriever. It's like okay. <laughs> so I'm really enjoying it. And I'm, I'm enjoying watching her be a little mommy, albeit to a puppy. She's mm-hmm. doing a fantastic job and I'm really proud of her. And this dog has a special place in my heart. So I am a dog fan and lover. And that's the story behind Bailey. (laughs) Oh, oh, hey, Bailey. So my baby is Brooklyn. So there's Bailey in Brooklyn. (laughs) And what kind of dog is Brooklyn? She's a schnoodle. So she's a schnauzer poodle mix. Yeah, they're great dogs. Yes, yes, yes. So I want to talk a little bit about, so I've been working in the entertainment industry for almost 20 years now. I know... Uh, this industry, a lot of people want to get into the entertainment industry by any means possible sometimes, but they just don't understand the nuances that come along with working in entertainment. So tell us a little bit about your entertainment story. Well, that's a really good question and, and one I've been asked in other ways, but this is a great, a great way that you put it. You know, I told my parents um, that I was going to move to Los Angeles from up north from Northern California. And if I didn't make it, make it in the industry in, in four months, I would move home. Mm. And that I look back on that and I think, you know, define, make it. Um, I, 
I, I really did learn my craft. I, I studied at Van Mar, Lee Strasberg. I studied with private coaches. But, you know, studying is different than actually booking that job, right? I mean, sometimes right. Luke Perry said it best. He said, I went on 280 auditions before he ever booked one. Wow. And so in your mind, you can think that, oh, I'll get off the bus or drive down to Los Angeles and I'll just interject myself into the entertainment industry. And sometimes that works. Sometimes, you know, your first audition is the one that you book. Um, but then there's, you know, that waiting game too, where I always say God has a plan right. and a purpose. And, um, you know, it's, it's in his timing. And so you really, really do have to love this business to continuing to continue to press through and never give up. And sometimes it's just waiting your competition out. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yes. And so working behind the scenes, like for me, working as a publicist, a, a lot of my work, the majority of my work goes unseen, sight unseen. People, you know, know and hear about publicists, but don't necessarily know what we do. So obviously with makeup artists, hairstylists, even fashion stylists, people see your work, but they don't know you. And unless you do a great job and do your due diligence of putting yourself out there out there so what's been your experience how have you managed to get yourself out there or, or make sure that people knew what you were doing well, well first I'll say this about about you and and my publicist you know I'll say this um, oftentimes it can be a thankless job for you guys yes. you guys do so much work to secure just one magazine ad or television show, or I don't think people realize the amount of time, energy, um, focus that it takes to, to work for your clients. So I know people have probably said that to you, but on behalf of all of your clients, then and now, I thank you for all of that time. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate um, it. It is. It's hard. People don't really realize it's hard. And even for agents to secure a booking or a magazine cover or a, you know, an audition, it's a lot that goes into it. Um, I forgot the question because I was <laughs> no worries. I appreciate you thanking me. Like we can go back to the question. Keep on. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, I I really do thank you guys. It's so hard, and there's so many you know avenues in this industry, and so you know it's a lot of legwork, and I, yes. I value it, and I realize it, and I appreciate it. Um, but the industry is is changing, as you yes. know. We yeah. I've seen it change dramatically from going to picking up phone calls to emails to now, you know, however it is, DMing right. people to get your attention, right? Right, yeah. Um, so there, is a, there is a lot of different variables that take place when you are in the industry and on both ends. Yeah, the question was um, maintaining relevance. So as working behind the scenes, how do you make sure that people know your work or know, you know, enough about you and you remain relevant so that people can reach out and say, oh my God, like the makeup you did on so-and-so was amazing or the hair was awesome. Yeah. And that's, a good, that's exactly it. So, you know, we did not have back in the day, we did not have social media. We didn't have right. Instagram. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't have Twitter. And so there, it was kind of hard to maintain a certain aspect of relevance for a personal one-to-one -one aspect. Like I, keep my DMs open on both my Twitter, my Facebook, and my Instagram, mainly because why would I disconnect from, you know, my audience? I feel like it's important, and people have been very respectful, you know, and, and every once in a while, you'll get, you know, someone that crosses the line, but, you know, right. I just pick them up and pray for them, and 
but I, um, I think it's important to keep contact. You know, I have had so many wonderful fans give me amazing feedback on both my lip balm line or my acting or, or, um, like you said, you know, uh, a photo shoot. We don't know everything. Right. It's a collaborative effort. And yes. so it's really nice to get, you know, great ideas. I love it when, you know, our company is, is a Beverly Hills balm is expanding and, we believe in think tanks, you know, really it's, oh. a, it, it's a community in within your company and it's important to hear everyone out because you never know. You just right. never know, you know, the receptionist might have the most amazing idea. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to silence anybody. I don't want to silence anybody. And so it's just really a team effort. And so that, I don't know if that is helpful, but I think, maintaining relevance to your point in this industry has become a lot easier with social media and, and the internet. And I think Tony Robbins said it best, you know, years ago, he was, he was putting up flyers on mm. telephone poles, hoping yes. that one person would show up in a hotel. Right. And, and now he's got a hashtag, you know, yeah. he, and, and it gets out to millions and millions of people. So I feel like we're really in a blessed time right now. And we can utilize those resources to advance and to maintain um, relevance. And I appreciate you saying that because, you know, there are people who, it's, just, it's a double-edged sword. You know, social media is, is the gift and a curse. You know, it gives you whatever it's going to give you that day. <laughs> you just never know. But right. I think it's great that when people listen to this, they can hear that people are open to receiving DMs because a lot of people either shy away from sending a DM because they don't know the response. They don't want to feel intrusive because it can be intrusive depending on how you approach the person. So, you know, for me, I'll tell you one of my pet peeves is, and, and it's just, it's an Adrian thing, but I, I just really do not like when people come in and they'll just say hi and then they don't say anything else. Or like, how's your, how are you doing? And I'm like, hi, I mean, I don't know you, so you're here for a reason. Yes. You know, state your business in my, in my Shrek voice. <laughs> well, it can be a little unnerving because you don't, you don't want to engage in something that could end up turning south as well. And so I get that, your point. And, and I, like I sent out, for instance, a, a DM to Jennifer Adams and she has a sheet line and this is a plug for Jennifer Adams because okay. I, <laughs> I have never slept so well. And these sheets are amazing. They sell them at Costco. She's awesome. And, and I actually sent her a direct message because mm -hmm. uh, I wanted her to know how valuable her product has been for me. And she actually responded. And oh, very so, nice. I try to respond to all my DMs. I do actually respond to all my DMs. Um, I just feel like it's important. And, you know, as I said, if somebody sent me a direct message and said, hey, I love your balm butt, or hey, I just love your balm, or hey, you're great, or this movie, you know, God's Not Dead did, did this for me, I'm so grateful. If we can yes. change one life or even be a part of somebody else's life that we may never meet, we didn't have that when I started. Right. We just didn't have any of that. So it really allows us to connect in a personal level, you know, and, and that's not to say that, you know, and I hope and pray that everybody does maintain a level of respect when they mm -hmm. do, because it, you know, you don't want to um, shy someone away either. You just don't want to turn them off of, of 
connecting with someone. So I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, don't just say hi. <laughs> say hi. How are you? Here, say something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, like let me know what you're doing. Like, do your three minute ele three is a minute or three thirty second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Elevator pitch. Three minutes is a long time. Yeah, in this business, now it is, huh? Yes, absolutely. So I know that there was mention of you dealt with some bullying coming up. And so obviously bullying is is a huge issue right now, especially with the last instance of the young man from Australia who was bullied. And for me, I looked at that situation. Uh, you know, it started off as bullying in person, but then you have one person that turned it negative and then it went from in-person bullying to online bullying and cyber bullying. So if you could speak to your experience with bullying and, and you know, how that affected you and how it made you feel. and Yes, I, I, I saw that video and I'm very, very, I, I think I actually reached out to his mother. Um, okay. That is, that is extremely brave and bold and and I respect her having been bullied and you know my daughter was bullied and you know one of the things I want to say about bullying is it, it just is a reflection of the bullier yeah. and people project and and you know hurt people hurt people and that's where I want to get to you know those people that are hurting the bulliers because they are trying to hurt that person. I've been on the receiving end of it. And believe me, it was painful. And, you know, somebody said to me a long time ago, just because someone says something doesn't make it so. Right. But as a kid, that's really hard to understand. That's a whole other level of understanding. And so, you know, believe me, I'm a mom now. And when my daughter was bullied, I was like, okay, gloves are coming. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. it's a whole new level like you can bully me but do not come after my child right but, exactly you know that's why as parents we really we really have to you know and and that's why i value this the mother of this this young australian boy that she stood up and in a in a big way and mm -hmm. and said hey this is not okay and so you know and and you have to be careful obviously doing that as well um yeah. but I just think, you know, at some point we all face that, whether it's a family member, a friend, someone at work, you know, so it's really, really important to look in the mirror every single day, no matter what age you are and say, I am enough. I love myself. I am oh, nice. valuable, right? I remember mm -hmm. in, the, in The Help, the movie, The Help. Yes. She looks at that, that baby and says, you are kind. Yes. Try. Are <laughs> and you are important, right. and you are important, and it doesn't matter what anyone says. I've had good publicity. I've had bad publicity, but I'm important, and so are you. Whoever's listening out there today, you are important, and you are enough. And there is nothing that God has not ordained in your life that is it's not an accident. He will use everything and turn it around, and He'll turn your pain into your purpose. I love it. Oh, I love it. Yes, that is so. But you know, I think that it's important to pour into one another because there are so many people, as you mentioned, hurt people, hurt people. So there are so many people that are hurting 
and they don't necessarily know they're hurting because they're hiding behind the bullying or hiding behind the internet. They're hiding behind all of these layers versus actually healing. Yes. And if they had someone that poured into them and someone that, you know, paid them or gave them the tools that yes. they needed, they could do better. And I think that that's, that what you said is, is super important. So I appreciate that. Thank you. I agree. So I know we'll talk about your product line, but I want to ask before we get there, is this what you wanted to be when you grew up? You know, when you were coming along and you were like, oh my God, you know, when I get older, I'm going to be blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, that's a great question. I, I have always been, wanted to be an actress okay. and I moved to Los Angeles when I was 22. I had done a lot of acting up north. Um, but I had moved to Los Angeles to pursue my dreams and my career and, and that desire, right, inside, mm -hmm. that internal desire. Because you have to have that desire or you would not put yourself through what we put ourselves yes. through. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But having said that, you know, I've always had a lip balm, lipstick addiction. And I have my cosmetology license. I did hair and makeup in the industry for a very long time um, while I was pursuing my acting career. And... After I uh, ended the show, um, Beverly Hills Balm, or Palm, Palm yeah. <laughs> I get them mixed up now. Um, we did 66 episodes, which is still, I believe, uh, in reruns on the Reels channel. I had a lipstick addiction. And as a single mom, I just, you know, it was the only impulse buy I could justify was like a $5 lip, you know, lip balm. You, yeah. I wanted to give everything to my daughter, which is amazing, and I would do it all over, but that was like my gift to myself when I enjoyed it. And so my daughter looked at me one day and I have like this giant tub of lipstick and she's like, I'm putting a moratorium on these. No more. Lipstick. <laughs> I was like, You're right. You're right. <laughs> but you know what? I thought now's the time to create a natural, amazing product that, um, that, is that it is mine and I, I don't have to put a moratorium on it. I can just right. keep creating. And so we created Beverly Hills Balm. It's a lip balm, a cheek balm. You can put it on your split ends. You can put it on your hangnails. It's like an all really? balm. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's just five ingredients. It's, it's beeswax, castor oil, vitamin E, coconut, and peppermint. And it's, it really is a nice uh, mixture. I wanted to kind of go back to basics and oh castor oil castor oil is an awesome awesome oil that most people don't really know but it's it's since the beginning of time it's a so listen my grandparents are from the south right so i have very bad memories of castor oil <laughs> <laughs> well let me tell you a lot of people used to give it to you orally and, yes oh yeah oh yeah but if you really feel it it's a very thick emollient that is hydrating that pulls in other uh, ingredients and it's just a fantastic um, ingredient for balm so i we created this i know you can't see it but it's like a jumbo tube and it's beverly hills balm and then we have a uh, pink shimmer which is oh nice yeah <laughs> like i can put it on my i know you guys can't see me out there but Adrian can. And yes. <laughs> we have an original, a pink shimmer, and a pearl shimmer. And, um, you know, we just, I've enjoyed it. We're expanding our product line and we just want to help people. You know, we do give a lot of them away and it, it, it seems so simple, but you'd be surprised at, you know, a lot of the homeless that have cracked lips and cracked feet. Yeah. 
their elbows in because they're out in the cold and they're homeless. And so we do try mm-hmm. to give away as much as we sell. So it's been a fun project. My business partner and best friend is Tara Broida, and she and I have known each other since the sixth grade. Oh, nice. So we've had a wonderful time working together as well. And she was actually at the birth of my child. And um, it's just a nice, it's just, we've, we've had a really good time. It's been fun. Yeah. And that's super, that's super cool. But I want to ask, because, I mean, as an actress, obviously you, you work for yourself, but actress and entrepreneur are very different. So mm-hmm. how has it felt from going from actress? Because when you're an actress, you know, you still have people who are paying you outwardly. Mm-hmm. But as an entrepreneur, you have to wait to pay yourself. So how's that been for you? I mean, I know you still act, but, you know, the entrepreneurial side of it. Well, the entrepreneurial side has been a fun journey. I've always been kind of entrepreneurial. When I got out of high school, I started a company, um, and it was it was just about doing errands for people. And uh-huh. I've always kind of had that, you know, I, I love working for other people and with other people, but I also like to create and, and work for myself, and, and so does my business partner. Um, we are so excited uh, to expand and hire, you know, a diverse group of people. I really, we really, really do value other people's opinions and the directions. And, you know, there's so many wonderful people out there that, you know, when we get to that point where we can really expand, we, we really look forward to that. It's working for yourself. Yes. It's amazing. And it has its pluses and minuses like any job does, but you know, it's always allowed me to do the things that I want to do as opposed to the things that I have to do, right? And so it's been a fun journey. I had my own business while I raised my daughter. Um, I had I was fortunate enough to fall back on not only acting, but um, hair and makeup. So I was able to work with, you know, Justin Kaufman and Jennifer Lopez and J- J- Jennifer Love Hewitt and just a list of people that were amazing. I love Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> Let me tell you something about her. Jennifer, if you're listening, she... <laughs> She, I have worked on so many people in this business and she had the best skin I've ever seen in my life. Oh, nice. I don't even think it had one pore on it. And I joked about it. I was like, you don't have one pore. <laughs> she was a beautiful person inside and out. And she so- just seems like it. I've never had the privilege of meeting her, but she just seems like, like, it's just like, oh, it's Jennifer yeah. like you and oh my God. <laughs> and she was wonderful. And I really, so, um, but you know, to your point, I always say, my daughter called me a couple years ago and she said, mom, I don't know what to do. I want to, I have to change my major in school and and I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. And I said, whatever you do, make sure that you love it because you'll never spend a day working in your life. Mm -hmm. And, and that's how I truly believe. And And I really love every journey I've taken. And that's not to say, you know, I know a lot of people that go to college and they feel like they're strapped into that whatever it is that they went to college for, and you're not. It's not to say that you won't go on that mm-hmm. journey. You can do and change what you want to do anytime. You may have to put in some extra work and, and you know, work hard for it, but life is yours to, to live. And, and I would say do what you love because it won't be work. I saw a, I saw a post on, on Instagram and it said something to the point of, it's okay to start over because this time you aren't starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. Yeah. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> and so 
It, I, and that's why I said, because I was always the one. So I have a, my youngest son is 17. I have three children. My oldest is, so this is the thing with children, to your point about your daughter. So my 25-year-old son, right, he was graduating from middle school. And he said, Ma, I'm going to go to law school. He's like, I'm going to graduate from, or maybe it's high school, one of them. But he was like, I'm going to graduate. No, it was middle school because he said, I'm going to graduate high school. I'm going to graduate college, graduate law school, and then I'm going to fix Baltimore. And, you know, for me, I was like, oh, yay, you know, it's so nice. <laughs> he actually did it. Like, he is in his last year of law school right now. He went straight through from high school, college, law school. At 25, he's in his last year. And then I have a 23-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old son. But my 17-year-old is such the creative, you know, like us. So... We talk a lot about college and going to college to your point of, you know, people get to college and they feel like they are stuck in this major. But I tell my son, my youngest, do what you love. And he is me. He, cause I, for the longest time, did not know what I wanted to be when I grew up. I was just so, yeah. when anybody asks, I'm like, I don't know, I'm 30. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I'm 40. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I have a passion for PR. I love it. Uh, are there still times where I feel like I'm missing something? There's something else. But I feel like, like you said, there's always a fire in us. Sometimes we don't know how to figure out what that fire is necessarily. So I, how do you know? So if there's someone that would, like your daughter, if your daughter was like, mom, like I love what I'm doing, but I feel like there's something else. Yeah, you know, okay. Well, and that's a great point. And I say, and I don't want to. I don't want to steer anyone away from from me right now because I'm 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 a Christian, but I'm also inclusive, and I respect all religions. All mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. But I, the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. And I, I have. There have been times in my life when I have been crying out to Him, saying, God you said my desire is to act and I'm not booking anything and I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Tell me what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, there's silence. And then three days later, I'll book a job. And so I always say, you know, that desire is, I feel is, is God's desire. And if you are uncertain and you don't know what path to take, ask him, mm -hmm. what do I do? Please open doors. Where do I go? How do I get there? Right? Mm -hmm. I really feel like you, there will be an internal pull in one direction or another, right? It's that check in your spirit that I try to teach my daughter to listen to. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it's hard because you might have two or three passions, but just meditate, pray, and seek him, and he'll let you know. He really will. It's because it's, I've, I've had several different hats. I have. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I'm on the creative brain as opposed to the, you know, my, my part, business partner, we're good together because she's built all my websites. She's done all of that stuff. <laughs> I, I'm like, wait, what button do you push? <laughs> I, can, I can go downstairs and create a lip balm in my kitchen, which is what I did. But like, as far as technical stuff, it's crazy. But, you know, I would just stay stick with your heart's desire. It's usually, you know, what the path you're supposed to be on, really. Awesome. So is there anything else that we didn't discuss? Any, anything that I may have missed? Anything you want to share with people? You know, now's the time. You can tell them everything about Corey Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's, I, there's so many more aspects of me. And that's why I leave my, 
my DMs open if people have questions or, or, you know, I always say this at every podcast or every, every TV show, you know, or prayer requests. I'm a big, big believer in prayer and to pray big, you know, mm. there's a book called um, happy pocket full of money. And it's not about money. It's about if you need a certain kitchen table and you want it to be round and you want it to be, you know, purple and you want the chairs to be white, you will go get that table. Mm -hmm. And if you can go get that and manifest that, you can, you can do it on a much greater level. So the people that get big think big, right? Nice. But I always really say pray big. And, and go on Amazon and look for this book. <laughs> I know it's a great book. It's about quantum physics and, and it, it's really a great read. And it, it actually expanded my mind. Um, you know, it's along the same lines as Eckhart Tolle's The Secret and The Power of Now and The Power of Positive Thinking. And, you know, just stay positive. Surround yourself with like-minded people, positive people that are, are going to encourage you and you can encourage them. And, you know, iron sharpens iron. Yes. So. So stay in that mindset and you will see your life change and, and develop how God wants it to. And, and please reach out to me. I'm on Corey Oliver one. Oh, that's Corey Oliver O-N-E. And that's on both Twitter and Instagram. And I'd love to hear from you. Yes. And share your website or where they can get your balms and everything. Oh, I have, that is Beverly Hills balm.com. Uh, and then I also have my own personal website, CoreyOliver.com. Awesome. And then I'm going to go look on real TV and find some of the Beverly Hills pawn, not pawn. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Corey. I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. This has been great speaking with you. I look forward to chatting with you again. Everybody go follow Corey. She is awesome. Oh, thank you so much, Adrian. And for those of you who can't see her, she, you are beautiful. Do you know that? Oh. You are beautiful <laughs> and your radiance shines. So thank you for allowing me to be a part of your life today. Do you know what's so random though? And I'll say that, and, and this is just so random, but I was honestly thinking the same thing about you because you know, I tell everybody, your spirit speaks before you even open your mouth. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and so many people don't understand that. And I'm just like, you have to pay attention to people's spirit in their heart because it's, it's there. When you walk into a room, if someone has that great energy, you feel it. Yeah, absolutely. So, right. love um, your energy. You're I awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. So gotta take a different route. You don't need nothing fast. We got food at the house. I'm just saying though. We got food at the house. Yeah. We got food at the house, yeah, we got food at the house, you don't need nothing fast, gotta take a different route, yeah. We be lit, we ain't never gonna switch, we lit, we ain't never gonna switch, we lit, we ain't never gonna switch, if it's made for the real, it's forever gonna fit, we lit, we ain't never gonna switch.